Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. This episode is brought to you by the SPT Navigation System. We're here to help you navigate through your PT school journey, whether it's your first time or your second lap around, and get you through debt-free. As PT students, this is what we would have wanted to help us navigate PT school, and so we've created all of this for you. We give you the tools and resources that school does not give you in order to get into the right mindset for school success, adjusting to the heavy workload of PT school, studying smarter, managing your stress and your time, making connections, and other tools you need in order to become a debt-free SPT. Click the link in the description to join the upcoming class. Well, welcome everyone on live or replay. So comment. Comment Team Live, Team Replay, and we are really excited today because we have Hannah on to talk about um, a really big event that happened this week for uh, our profession, and that was the House of Delegates. But before we get into that, um, we just want to say welcome to another episode of Gratitude, and Hannah, we're so excited to have you on today, but if you want to tell um, everyone a little bit about yourself and where you are in school right now, that would be great. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on the, the program. Uh, my name is Hannah Matthew. I am currently a rising third year DPT student. Um, I go to school at Temple University, which is in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Um, and yeah, I've been looking for ways to stay involved with the APTA. Um, I've been working with the Pro Bono Network also so um yeah i 100 percent uh, encourage every student to try to find where their their best niche is to be involved with our profession and we're so excited to have you on because there are so many ways that students can get involved and you've done a lot like with the APTA. <laughs> it's amazing to see and it was so nice to meet you back at uh, nsc this past year in new mexico yeah, yeah. yeah. For all of you who were there, oh my God, put down below if you were there, because I know many of the people listening uh, met there for the first time in real life, which is so cool. Um, but can we go into a little bit of what was the event this past weekend, just to give people some perspective of like, what is the House of Delegates? What does it mean? And how does it normally go? So um, to give people some background information, the APTA consists of varying um, components that make up the overall organization. And one of those components is the House of Delegates. Um, and the House of Delegates is the APTA's policymaking body. Um, and basically their whole stance is that they make decisions on the implications of the APTA and the profession um, and what their stance is on and it's it's really interesting because it runs as a really big unit. This past year, there was 440 delegates present um, from 
all chapters of this country. And it just shows you how important your membership is because you have these delegates from each of your state chapters that are representing what they hope to better your practice in your state chapter. Um, and overall, everyone's intention is betterment of our PT profession and how a, the APTA plays a role in that. Um, so basically House of Delegates, it consists of three days in every spring. Um, and this, the House of Delegates, like the delegates all come together uh, for three days and they basically go over any delegate proposed motion or amendment that they feel is necessary to bring up for the, for the coming year that the House can vote on. And one of the most interesting things I thought was it was such a, it was so awesome to see how everyone's so professional and, and willing to, and respectful of listening to what the other side of the situation is. Because at the end of the day, every single person that is a delegate, a voting member of this body all has the hope of betterment of our profession. It isn't, oh, me versus you. It's how can we ultimately get to the best decision to move our profession forward. And what were your thoughts? First experience, how's yes. the delegates, how was it? Um, so yes, this was, this was my first year uh, being involved with House of Delegates. Uh, at NSC was honestly my first experience being up and close with the APTA events. And that was when I heard so many other students talking about this event of the House. And I was like, this is so interesting, but it sounds so confusing. Um, and I think I think honestly, if it wasn't for a few motions, which we will probably discuss later on in this conversation, if it wasn't for those motions specifically, I'm not sure I could have easily understood how the house works because I feel like it's, it's so hard to understand unless you have a true passion for what they're representing. Um, and, or unless you have a true passion for policy and advocacy, which is so important in our profession. Um, but yeah, so this was my first time being a part of it. And it was so awesome to see how willing the people were able to, the whole democratic process of how this was happening. And we also had a group chat with the student assembly and there was over a hundred students in this group chat from all parts of the country that were all just like so eager to see how the house functions and to have that discussion on our end as students of, oh, this is how the house is looking at it. What are our opinions? Like the same way that the house as practicing clinicians are having the conversations we as students were also engaging in that conversation. So. I thought, I thought it was a great experience and I will 100% advocate for anyone that wants to even consider going to a house in the future because it changes, it truly changes your perspective on what the APTA is doing for our profession. That's amazing. And to know that it was virtual as well. Um, I don't know if they mentioned it, but I know they're, they're going to want to like go back in person. Um, and this was your first one. So virtually like was everybody still, I mean, did you still feel engaged and just, um, I know the atmosphere is different, but I bet with like, like you said, with the group chat and 
just hearing all of the motions, it still felt like you were, you were there and present. Um, so I, like I said, I wasn't, I haven't been a part of it in the past, so I can't really speak on prior experiences of them meeting in person. But if I'm being totally honest, being, with it being online, I feel like it gave so much more opportunity to have that discussion and engagement um, with other people that are interested in this topic. So um, yeah, there was a little glitches here and there. Like we, the first day, second day, we did have ish, like technical difficulties. Um, people were getting knocked off of the server uh, or it was like being delayed. And it's like watching like live television because like everyone wants to know what's happening right then and there, you know? Uh, and then if you're just a few seconds late, like the group chat already blows up with like how, how their response is. And by then it's just like, I didn't hear what happened. Um, so being virtual, I definitely feel like it just opened up that opportunity for more people to engage and just be a part of that conversation. And what were the motions this time around? Could you kind of chat about that a little bit? For sure. So there were, there were a good amount of motions, I want to say close to 40. I'm not exactly sure. Don't quote me on it. Um, there were close to 40 motions, which are presented as like RC like 1-20 or like as the numbers go along and the way that they they go about presenting it is a a delegate from whatever chapter is able to bring forward a motion that they want the house of delegates to discuss to either amend um amend or make a main motion as this is the APTA stance on the topic and then it opens up the floor for 15 minutes for anyone that wants to present their viewpoints on that particular motion and, and then eventually everyone is able to vote on what their stance is specifically regarding which motions were of hot topics this year um, Especially within our group, our student group chat, um, there was a motion called RC920. Uh, it was presented by the Indiana delegation. And basically, in summarized form, the RC920 stated that it was an amendment. Um, and it stated that any concerns of social issues, social responsibility, and social justice topics should require a two thirds majority vote in order to be discussed at the House of Delegates. So to explain that a little bit further, it's basically saying that social issues are, we can all say like it's a controversial topic at times, like there will always be discussion for both sides of, of social concerns. But um, it's saying that in order for any motion in the future that has to do with social topics comes before the House of Delegates, even before the discussion needs to take place, there needs to be a vote dictating, is this necessary for a discussion? Um, and that requires a two-thirds vote. Um, and the truth is, the way that this, this ruling, if it had passed, if it came about, would have been looked at is most social concerns are very minority-based concerns, and it's basically saying that a majority needs to vote on minority topics. Um, 
which is very counterproductive. Um, so that was one big one. Another big motion that we were discussing was RCE 3220, um, which basically is regarding the World Confederation of Physical Therapy. This upcoming year, their Congress is meeting in Dubai, uh, there, which is also a place of controversy. Um, beautiful place, but they have very actively um, stated um, unwillingness for many populations that the United States has um, pushed for for supporting, such as um, the LGBTQ plus community or um, or women. They have they have more ruling on on people than the US does. And basically 3220 states that the APTA will censure the WCPT regarding their, their, their placing the Congress in Dubai and um, stating that because we as a WCPT uh, vowed to uphold diversity and um, the moral values of its members by placing it in a location that is not of upholding those same values, we are not living up to those standards. Um, and that motion did pass that the APTA will be censuring the WCPT. That one was a very close call, 59% um, vote. Um, RC 920 was a little bit more towards, so, uh, Another fun fact, actually, um, RC 920 was the only motion that was presented this year at the House of Delegates that was um, opposed strongly and shut down. Um, every other motion passed or was put for later discussion. And that one passed with a 75% vote. That's huge. That's a big difference. Yes. And so, okay, so correct me if I'm misunderstanding but for the dubai so for um going to dubai then does that mean they're not going and they're going to do it somewhere else or what does that mean mm -hmm. so from what i've understood um i think i might be wrong um but my I, like i said the house of delegates is really intricate there's a lot of work that each of these delegates put into proposing these motions um there's a lot of information that they collect behind it so i'm not 100 percent sure but my understanding of it is that none of the board of directors were intending to go to the WCPT's Congress this year, in, even before this conversation. But this is this motion is stating that they will um, they will express complete um, like they will express the censure of the of the location, stating that they are not in support of it. Okay, got it. So a yeah. step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. That's really, uh, that's really interesting. And I feel like a lot of students, like you said, there were more, there was more student um, involvement with it being virtual. And um, there's still like, so much because, uh, I mean, a lot of, a lot of PT programs, I feel like advocacy is important, but just like stressing like, hey, you should attend a uh, house of delegates um, virtually or in the future if it is in person um, and and just being involved in that and I think that's so important but um, 
like you said, there's a lot talked about. And what was one of your, um, I guess, like biggest takeaways that you personally got from it? I feel like as students, we are all easily inclined to feel like, oh, I'm just a student. My, me doing one thing isn't going to make that much of a difference. Like I don't have that much of a voice. Um, but the reality is my engagement in this year's House of Delegates, specifically for my stance on RC 920 and me speaking up about it, I saw the the monumental difference that each individual person's voice has. Um, and I, I 100% know most of the students that engaged in the House of Delegates this year truly felt that same that same level of commitment um, and ability to, to know that, oh, even though like we always stress about advocacy and we might not see the, the full follow through of it um, as quickly as we want or, um, or understand it fully, that it is making a difference because the reality is if you're truly passionate about something, it shows how valuable and important that topic is for you. And you'd be surprised how willing other people are to listen to the place that you're coming from regarding these issues that you're willing to advocate for, um, to take that into consideration to have a change for the future. And I know you had said you heard about it at NSC, is that right? You heard about House of Delegates at the National Student Conclave? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, am I fuzzy? I'm a little fuzzy. You guys froze for a second. Okay, you're back. Um, I know for my program, at least, it wasn't really like mentioned a whole lot. And this isn't unique to mine either. Tons of programs. There's just so many other things going on that it's not always highest priority for the programs to say, oh, did you know as a student, you can go to the House of Delegates and have a say in dot, dot, dot. Um, so were there other places that you heard about it? Or like how else? Um, do you think students could get involved with it or hear about it? So um, I'll be honest, the way that I got involved with it this year, um, I honestly wouldn't have gotten much involved if I didn't find out about this motion a few weeks ago, like a week ago. Um, and I only found out because of two of my classmates and they are monumental in why this, why my involvement in House of Delegates this year became so strong. But um, to go off of your point, yes, it, like I feel like House of Delegates is typically known as a, a practitioner or a licensed like post-student um, mentality to kind of be involved with it. But um, I, I heard about it from members that were ushers in the past for House of Delegates and they, the House of Delegates takes on students every year in, when they meet in person for students to serve as ushers, to be in the room while these motions are being understood and heard um, so that they can just be an active voice in understanding it. So every year the Student Assembly and the APTA puts out a volunteer opportunity for students to serve as ushers for the House of Delegates. Um, so that's one opportunity. Another way that I, so one in my particular case, I have one of my professors is actually served, was serving as the, one of the delegates from Pennsylvania. And so 
she had, after she heard our interest in the House of Delegates, she was actively communicating with us through the through email and like letting us know her her understanding of things. Um, but to go off of that, even if your professors aren't like a delegate and there might not be a, even any of your faculty that are involved with it, um, every single school is a part of a state chapter um, of the APTA and this is why membership is so important because being a member of APTA also gives you your chapter membership and each chapter has their own um, place on how much importance they give to the House of Delegates because the reality is these states are being represented as a part of the APTA's national organization by the delegates that are going forward from each state. And they are speaking for the members of those states that are PTs, PTAs. Um, so the students in my my program that kind of shed light on the, the motion for me to get involved this year, they are involved with, so the Pennsylvania Physical Therapy Association's Minority Affairs Committee. And so I'm, don't, don't quote me on it, but um, if I believe that a lot of state chapters have committees that not to do with minority affairs but they do have committees for involvement for students and I would hope that the the practicing PTs and PTAs that are in those committees are pushing these students for involvement in whatever means whether it be house of delegates the student assembly or other committees within the APTA um, but yes in my particular case I found out from my two classmates who were directed in this in this direction because of the their meeting with the minority affairs committee so i feel like those are a few ways that students can learn a little bit more about what the house of delegates is but it can be hard as a student because we often feel like you said you feel like you're just a student and like there's nothing you can do about it and that's totally false and we want to put that out there right now for everyone listening if you feel like you're just a student a student uh you're definitely not just a student and you are so much more than that and you have so much more say than you think you do if you were only aware of what's going on outside of the classroom um, which I know can be a challenge right now. To go off of that I just want to like make this one point um, so specifically with RC 920 we so the student assembly unanimously voted for well the student assembly board of directors unanimously voted to oppose this motion and so when the house of delegates was presenting this motion um our student delegate mitch lane from the board of directors presented his um viewpoint in front of all of the delegates regarding how this motion is affecting students particularly and it we have the reality is like students we have a collective voice through Mitch or whoever is that student delegate um, presenting presenting viewpoints at the House of Delegates um, and the reality is that we I, I heard when I posted about on Twitter about this motion and I wanted to get support behind it I was so mind blown by how much uh, practicing PTs and people involved with the APTA want to hear what the students have to say. Um, delegates that are involved with Twitter responded to me saying that, oh, 
I literally didn't even hear about this motion until a student was the one that put this, like emailed me about it. And they expressed to me how important this was for them. And that was where I understood that advocacy is so important that even one student emailing that one delegate made so much of a difference. And I think that's important too, just to echo um, the student's voice. And if you see something like this and, and your program hasn't said anything or hasn't given information like, hey, this is going on, then take the initiative to, to email whatever faculty member it is so that can go out to your program and then more students can get involved um, because especially with the with the different motions like um, you know presenting it and being able to to share it to um, so many especially over Twitter like that's where a lot of people were seeing um, what was going on and what motions were um, you know being presented so that's oh that's so important and I'm glad that you you brought that up too. I just want to point out like the alternative, you know, reality that we would have lived in if no student did anything about that motion would be they would have had to have a majority vote to talk about minority topics is what it comes down to. And that's just to talk about it. You have to vote before you can talk about minorities. Excuse me, what? <laughs> like that's so yeah. ridiculous. And I, I just want to point that out. There is always some alternative reality if students listening didn't do anything. So we are so grateful for you and many other students out there who, you know, stepped up and talked about this. And now everyone watching on the replay can go check out, you know, what is actually happening in the world right now, especially, you know, with the APTA. For sure. And I think like through this whole experience, it just showed me how strong um, the student assembly is because the willingness to engage in this conversation these tough conversations now as students with each other and talking about how like, oh, um, for example, like my two classmates that I said that brought up this motion, they wrote up a draft email that they then were putting forward for, um, for other students to then send to their delegates. Um, it just shows that like the information that can be spread so easily is so valuable if you're just willing to express your voice behind it. Um, Specifically regarding that motion, I would like to hope to believe that um, the the delegates would have made the right, well, in my opinion, the right decision, um, despite even if the students weren't involved. But it just shows you that like students' involvement just was an added push. And it could have honestly been that like one person's like mind change behind the topic. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy to think about. But we appreciate you coming on here to talk about it and just to be honest about it because um, it's not an easy topic either. Mm -hmm. Like talking about the things that are going on, you know, in the House of Delegates and what's um, being brought up and the issues that go deeper than the APTA right now and the social issues and injustice, mm -hmm. we appreciate it a lot. So thank you so much for coming on and talking about it, Hannah. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a tough time. Um, and I hope that everyone right now realizes that it's okay to have some show yourself some grace throughout this like it's okay to not be okay um, because the reality is that it's okay to take things day by day um, it's it's a tough time we're dealing with the national pandemic and so many social and societal concerns that need to be addressed and 
if we're talking about how important your voice is, we are literally seeing it right now in the news and our day to day, how collectively our voices are making a difference and how much change can be brought forward if one person is willing to advocate for it and talk about concerns that are that are important to them. And we just thank you again for, for coming on and um, for everyone listening. I really hope with everything going on um, right now that this is a, a step for you to take and be more involved and just be be more aware of what's going on. So we thank you again. And for every, or for people who want to reach out to you, where can they find you? And they can reach out to me on either Twitter or Instagram. My handle is at H-M-A-T-H-E-W-3-0. So that's HMATHEW30 um, for both. So yes, feel free to follow me or DM me if you have any concerns, if you just want to talk about PT or, or life sciences. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hannah. Hope you have a great rest of the day. And I'm sure thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys have a good weekend also. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude spelled G R. A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.